Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. When a man with a nice, big, hard cock that knows how to use it penetrates you, it just freaking takes your breath away. I need that come inside me. God, do I love come inside me. Oh my God. It is so good. This body is needing some, some serious hands, just super physical sex. Hey, good morning, everyone. I know it's been a while. I hope everybody's staying safe out there and making it through the coronavirus. It's such a bummer, but you know, let's keep doing our social distancing and do what we can to hopefully, like they're saying, flatten the curve. I'll tell you something. This has been really, really hard for me. Hard because I, it's weird when you know you can, you can have something, but maybe your day's busy and you don't, you know, it's, you put something off or you, you know, you make the decision not to have something, something like sex, (laughs) then it's so much easier to deal with than when you really can't, you know, when it's harder to have, or you don't have access to it. And I think a lot of people right now, what I'm noticing is a lot of people right now are going stir crazy. And we weren't going stir crazy before, even if, you know, even, even if we were, we were having it or not, but now that you kind of can't have access to it, you know, if you wanted to, it, it's harder. So, I mean, technically you have a self-imposed, we've self-imposed social distancing on ourselves up until this point. Some of us have, I, you know, I mean, I know I have just depending on my, you know, my scheduling, right? So in essence, I'm kind of socially, socially distancing myself from partners. And now it's just like, wait a minute, I'm not the one who made this call. This fucking sucks. (laughs) So yeah, I'm just, I'm going a little crazy myself, quite frankly, and I'm surprised I'm having this reaction. But I thought, well, maybe that's a good subject. Maybe that's a good topic to talk about because I'm not sure guys really understand what it's like for a woman to have those cravings or those desires. Like when you really, really just need to be filled up, you need that, that physical feeling because it's different, right? For guys, you're the one sticking it in. You're sticking your penis in her vagina. Women, like, I can literally like ache. Like I just, 
don't know if you feel hollow. I don't know how to explain it. I'm going to do my best, but it's like you just, oh my God, you just have this need, like just to be filled up. And when a man with a nice, big, hard cock that knows how to use it penetrates you, it just freaking takes your breath away. I mean, and it literally changes your, your body chemistry, your, your brain resets. I mean, all these things happen when you get fucked good. I mean, really good. And I'm just, I am craving it so much right now. I'm needing it. I'm missing it. I'm wanting it. If I sit and think about, you know, someone like right now I need, I need cowboy in. I need that dominance. I need that energy. I need that, that the things that fucked up crazy shit that he does to me, I need it from head to toe. I need my mind reset. I need those hands on me. I need the way I get wet and excited, and my mind is clear. I need the way that feels when his cock is filling me up. I need that come inside me. God, do I love come inside me. Oh my God. It is so good. I don't know what it is. You know, it's like every time you see a porn, there's all these it's always, they're always showing you like, you know, they're squirting on her, you know, it's like, where do you, it's on her stomach, it's on her tits, it's on her face. I'm like, no, don't waste it. Why are you wasting it? It's almost like, it's almost offensive. <laughs> Literally. It hurts. It hurts to see that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes, you know, Sometimes I like it, you know, sometimes I like it on my tits or on my stomach. I mean, I like to see it. I like to, I like to, you know, feel, feel the warmth of it. it all that stuff is good. It's a turn on for sure. And, you know, I like to have, I mean, I've got pictures of it, like between my tits and things like that and on my stomach. It's, it's hot. It's hot. But, oh God, I mean, Nothing feels as good as just knowing like that man got so worked up, you know, you can see it building, those balls are tightening. And then he just, you know, that those few moments, those abs are flexing. And then he just fills you up. It's, I don't know, there's something to it. There's something primal about it. It's fucking hot as hell. 
I get, you know, there's, there's all kinds of breeding and that kind, you know, blogs like that about, you know, barebacking and I, I, I know we look, I know the times we live in it and I know you have to be careful and nobody wants STDs or anything like that. And I'm just saying this is with a partner that, you know, I'm not talking about just free balling it with some stranger off the street, but so let's, let's keep in context. I don't need a bunch of funky emails about this or (laughs) text messages. Yes. I'm a proponent. Practice safe sex, please. Everybody condoms, condoms, condoms. But when you have a regular partner and if you, and just the Oh, because I mean, let's, it does feel better without a condom. It does. I'm not, I'm going to use condoms. I do use condoms, but when you're, when you do have somebody that you are regular with, oh God, and they can come inside you. Oh, fuck. It's hot. It's hot as fuck. You know, and even, even just Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. There are over 90,000 people missing at any time, and over half a million are reported missing every year. And that's just in the United States. I'm Mike Morford. And I'm Jess Betancourt. And in our podcast, Missing Persons, we discuss cases of people who have gone missing under mysterious circumstances. And we're joined in each episode by guests who are either related to the missing person, investigating their disappearance, or advocating for answers in the case. Missing Persons is available everywhere you listen to podcasts, and there are dozens of episodes to binge on right now. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. Hello, it's Layla. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I just have one quick announcement and I'm so excited about it. I'm almost finished with my free sex bucket list tutorial. I just want you to know if you want to be notified as soon as it launches, all you have to do is go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on sign up under exclusive access to unpublished content. You'll be the first notified when it's available and I'm so excited for you to give it a try. All right, now back to the show. That just that, all that like fucking fill me up and I need that come and oh my God, I can like right now just thinking about it, my clit's throbbing, I'm getting wet. It's just, it's hot. It's so fucking hot. I love it. So I don't want that shit wasted. I don't want it going I really don't, you know, I don't, I very few times, very few times will I, is it, if there's somebody like Mr. Big or Cowboy and will I have them come up, not inside of me. I mean, it just, it feels too good. I like it drooping out of me. I like, like just knowing like that guy just fucking filled you up and then you get to, and then, and then you get to, you know, you get to feel it coming out of you. I mean, I try to get the bulk of it out afterwards. Okay. (laughs) You don't want, there is, there is some big, you know, there's some big squishes that happen (laughs) quite literally afterwards, very quickly afterwards. I try to get the bulk of it out, but it's still like, 
you know, I mean, if he's deep inside you when he comes and pretty much he always is, you are going to feel that for hours and it's hot. Oh my God. It's just like, oh, every time you, every time you feel it, it's like, oh yeah, just remind you that guy just fucking rocked you. He just owns your ass. Oh God. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. But I'm craving all that right now. I'm missing it. But here's the good news. I'm going to have it. (laughs) I'm going to have it tomorrow. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm dying. I'm just dying. I just need, honestly, I just need the shit. I need a reset. I need the shit fucked out of me. I mean, I don't know if there's going to be enough hours for me to get in, cover all the things I need. This body needs, (laughs) this body is needing some, some serious hands, just super physical sex, you know, not, no lazy man sex. I mean, active, full on four hour session, which is kind of interesting because I get all kinds of feedback from everybody. And it seems like the time frames that most people have sex, it varies. I just tend to be one of those people that really enjoys a long session. And I'm wondering what everybody else enjoys or what their kind of average time is. I'm mostly here, which I think is a little bit of a bummer, but I'm mostly here that a lot of people just really kind of like, it's like 15 or 20 minutes. That's a quickie for me. I mean, I can go faster than that for sure, but you miss so much stuff. You miss, uh, especially if you're into BDSM because it's, it's all the stuff you do before you get, you know, before you penetrate, before you even get to that point. And, you know, oh, oh, it's just, it's, oh my God. It's, it's all the good stuff. It's the frosting on the cake. You cake eaters, you're missing out. You need some frosting, thick, thick layers, layers on top, layers in the middle, layers on the bottom, all the way around on the sides. Guys, you're missing out on the frosting. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're thinking. You guys that are just going fast and quick, what is the deal? You're missing out. Like you should just plan an all day, stay home and fuck each other's brains out all day long. Get in the shower, take your breaks, eat some food and get back at it. Touch each other all day long. There's so much to do and so much to explore in each other's bodies. And that's what I'm into. I'm just into the full sensory, all of it. Oh, that's why I'm missing so much. There's so much to miss. Do you see? Do you you feel my pain? This is why why I'm dying. And I'm like, fuck it. (laughs) Fuck it. I'm literally, fuck it. I'm fucking it. Tomorrow, I'm fucking it. And it's going to be good. Oh my God. I can't wait. 
cannot wait. And I'll tell you something. If you're not excited about somebody to the point where your body aches for them and you can just like, if you think about them, that your body chemistry changes for me as a woman, when I think about sex and I'm thinking about sex with somebody in particular, I can just get lost in it. Literally. I mean, my mind, it's almost like you get a little bit of a brain fog instantly. There's blood flow like to my clit, my pussy. I could almost have an orgasm thinking about it. Like I'm right on the edge. Literally, I can get myself there mentally just thinking about the way my skin feels against that other person's, the way their hands are on me a certain way the way I get the chills from head to toe, the way my nipples get hard and erect and just aching to be bitten and sucked. This is all the good stuff. I hope everybody has has having the same experiences. I hope they think about sex in this way. And maybe I'm suggesting if you don't, now that you got some free time on your hands, it might be a good time to rework things, to rethink about things. Maybe you can spice things up with your partner. Get some nipple clamps. You know, I didn't think I'd like them and I love them. (laughs) Get a butt plug. I love a good butt plug. Oh my God, do I love a good butt plug. So there's all these fun things to try. All these toys and vibrators and things that suck and pulse and vibrate, you know, do all these good things. Sex should be fun, exciting. It's an outlet. It's a necessity. We need this stuff. We need good sex in our lives and nothing beats it with somebody that you have a connection with that knows your body that cares about you that you get to have that physical expression with you get to have all those orgasms with oh it's just not you know I've been masturbating, but it's not the same. It's not the same. And it's not the same because normally I would enjoy masturbating. It's almost kind of bittersweet right now. (laughs) If I'm being honest, it's like, it's bittersweet because I know it's just, it's a downgraded substitute. Do you know? It's not a, it's not a, it's not an in-between it's not a bonus to my already full sexual regimen. It's now the mainstay. It's the staple. It's drinking muddy water in the desert. I need, I need the real deal. I need the real deal badly. 
So I'm jealous of, of those of you out there that are quarantined right now with your partner. Enjoy it. Really take this time. Use it wisely. If you haven't been using it wisely, I think we've got a lot more quarantine still ahead. You know, maybe you can just turn things around sexually with your, use this as an opportunity. Amazon, Amazon yourself some sex toys. Send me a direct message, email me. I'll, I'll send you some good ideas (laughs) how to spice things up and make things fun. Oh God, I'm dying. But I don't, like I said, I don't have to die for much longer because (sighs) I'm going to get mine. (laughs) I have to have it. I have to have it. Literally. Yeah. I'm it's, this is, it's that important to me. It's, it is important. It's just something that we need. Physical contact is something that we need and I need it bad, real bad. And maybe it's, maybe it's having good partners, you know, maybe that's what makes it harder. If I was, I wonder if back when I started this, probably when I was in my three and a half year, you know, no sex, uh, no sex zone, this would have been okay. I probably wouldn't have minded one bit, but for me right now, this is not acceptable. (laughs) This is very hard. (laughs) Oh yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. And then I get to share it with you guys on the podcast. So you can, you can go vicariously through me if you want. Although my hope for everybody is that you do have access to somebody right now that you can really just enjoy, have a good time with and make the best of, you know, the circumstances. If you're like me, it's a little more sporadic right now because of the restrictions. I mean, basically Mr. Big's out saving the world right now, so I don't get to see him very much. And, uh, Cowboy Ann is in another state, but he won't be come tomorrow. So that is all I'm looking forward to. I cannot wait. It's going to be a real quick trip, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to make the most of it. I cannot wait to have that man's hands on me. Fuck. Literally, just the way it feels, that touch, that excitement, the, I mean, my breathing changes, everything, my physiology, my body chemistry, it just, it's unbelievable. It really, really is that somebody can do that to you. Somebody can make you feel that way. And I don't know if it's the dominant submissive dynamic that really kind of leads the charge on that. But I think it has a big part. It plays a big role because that's what I'm missing so much. I just, it's like, I need that dominance. I need it. I have to have it. I have to, I have to have those hands on me. I need those hands on my throat. I need, 
I need him telling me to come for him and and making me wet and drip and squirt all over the place. I need that cock inside me, filling me up. I, I need him balls deep in me and just oh, pinching my nipples and biting me and Oh my God, spanking the shit out of me. I need to be slapped, spanked, bitten, fucked hard. I need that collar on. All of it. I need that dirty, nasty talk. I need him telling me how wet my pussy is, how tight it is. I'm going to be dripping all the way down his balls. Oh, fuck. Uh-uh. I just can't wait. Oh, God. Anyway, I hope you guys can feel how painful this is. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus, help me. <laughs> I'm calling on Jesus right now. Anyway. Well, I wanted to also, it's, I have been flooded with questions because I've been so quiet for the past few weeks and I'm sorry about that. I have been working on other things involving the Curious Girl. So just, I have been trying to take this time to be constructive. I did get a little lost in it, but I know that you guys have been reaching out and wondering where I am and why I'm not podcasting. I'm back. Don't worry. I will be podcasting regularly. Especially, I feel like I feel like I need to help everybody get through this time. This is a fucked up time. <laughs> okay, let me get, let me get to some questions because I do like to answer these and stay on top of them. Okay, this is from Curious Fun Fit Couple. They follow me on Tumblr. If you're not following me on Tumblr, I'll tell you that is where my dirtiest, raunchiest blog is. As far as the photos and things I post. It's funny, it's the most censored now, but I still just post the nastiest shit there. So that, if you want to follow me there, my handle is The Curious Girl. I suggest that you do. Get on my Tumblr. Anyway, Curious Fun Fit Couple. Okay, so they were listening to a podcast and had a couple bones to pick with me. There was like three. I won't get to all of them, but I thought the last one was kind of interesting. So they say, okay, one more bone to pick. At the risk of offending you, in the last podcast, I couldn't help but think you sounded a little vain regarding the sharing of your own pics. I see your point and get that you're proud of your looks, but don't think that warrants such a strong reply to to a request to swap pictures, especially considering your comment in the previous DM, which indicates that you'd share them on Tumblr if you could which is quite possibly the reason one may enjoy swapping pics. You of all people should recognize that there's something arousing in sharing one's own provocative anonymous pics with a stranger. And you must realize that your listeners don't think of you as a stranger as you've shared such intimate details with us for years. I shared some of my pics with you because of that reason. And because you portrayed yourself as trustworthy, regardless, I don't think I'd include my face. It is fun to share and doesn't have to be about money. I hope this doesn't piss you off. So I did respond to this person directly, but I also said, you know, I'm going to, I'll elaborate a little bit more about this on, on the podcast. 
So one of the things that I probably didn't do well was when I did bring that up and got going on that tangent, I didn't put that into context. So that specific request came from somebody that I'd never had any contact with. So it's quite common that someone just jumps in my DM and says, hi, you know, do you want to swap pics? And I just pull it, you know, it's like, hi, do you want to swap pics? I don't know this person from Adam, but that's their, that's their opener. And I just politely said, no, thank you. And then they said, oh, well, you know, I'll have you. And then they said, well, have you ever taken a picture with a blow? Have you ever taken a picture giving a blow job? And I said, of course I have. Sure. You know? And then they asked me about, they said, well, can you, I want to see that. Can you send that, send me that picture? And I said, no, I, I won't be sending you my private pictures of me having sex with someone, you know, in a sex act. And then they said, well, you know, well, I'll share if I'll share, you know, again, I was still polite about it and said, you know, no, thank you. As I had said before, a couple things that kind of, there's a couple things at play here. You know, I get this all the time. I don't understand it. I'll be honest. I don't understand it. Why someone who doesn't know you feels comfortable just jumping in and asking you for you with a picture in a sex act. They don't have, this is the first time they've ever talked to you. And the first few sentences out, you know, that they ever type to you are, can I see a picture of you sucking a cock? Well, my, my, I guess my sort of rule rules of the road are if you wouldn't walk up to somebody and just do that cold stone cold, don't feel it's not okay to do it on a direct message either. I think the same diplomacy, the same consideration that you would use out in public to a stranger applies. That's just my personal point of view. That's how I handle people. And so no, I you know, I really don't appreciate the fact that someone won't even not even, not even, Hey, how are you? I, I listened to your podcast. You know, I pre, you know, I like what you say, or it's just, Hey, let me see you sucking a dick. Well, guess what? There's plenty of people you can pay only fans go to, you know, I mean, there's plenty of women you can pay to see this shit. You've come to the wrong place. And my personal line that I won't cross. We all have our lines here. You know, I have an anonymous podcast. Yes, I love to be able to talk about sex, but I still have my limits. And I think I've been open about my limits this whole time. And so I don't like being asked over and over and over. And it is constant. It's just constant, you know, and this is probably something that this other, that, you know, the person from Curious Fun Fit Couple, and they were, I mean, I, 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 I chat with them quite a bit. I have no, you know, I don't mind people. I don't, I don't mind people saying, Hey, you came off a little vain or you came off a little this or that. I don't mind that stuff. You know, I know when, when somebody reaches out and again, if they're conveying a thought, it's well thought out. They're asking 
a, a good question there. Hello, Curious Girl Diaries podcast listeners. Hey, I need a big favor. I'm getting ready to launch the Curious Girl Diaries private podcast. This will be a private membership-based podcast where I can get even more revealing with you guys. I'm looking for input on content creation. Basically, what do you guys want to hear? Here's your chance to come and co-create with me. There's two ways to do this. Either email me, curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Please put private pod in the subject line or go to the website, click on the pink tab on the right-hand side and leave me a voicemail. All co-creators will receive special access to the private podcast when it launches, which is very soon. So please don't wait. All right. Now back to the show. Articulating themselves and it's a valid point. I have no problem addressing it, but you know, for me, my line is you will not catch me. You will not catch pictures of me on the internet that I can never take back. Whether it's just my, whether you just see my body or not, of me in a sex act. You know, I'm not going to do it. I would post a nude before I'd post myself having sex or, you know, or like I said, in a sex act. And that's just my, I don't have, I have nothing against people that do it. Not at all. I, I'm the, I'm the benefit. I, I get the benefit of that. You know, Tumblr's full of those kind of pics and gifts and, 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 and Twitter, you know, all that stuff more. I, I, I love consuming that content myself. So I understand why people enjoy it, especially men, but I'm not the girl to come and ask for that stuff. That's just, just how it is. And I do stand, I, I while it may have come off vain, the way I put it about sharing my own pics, or, you know, if I were to share, it, it wasn't about sharing pictures. I certainly put, I do put pictures out there on Tumblr, but these are pictures that are provocative and they're not, I don't know what the word is. Porn, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to call it pornographic. For me, there's a line and it's basically, you know, I like to have teaser pictures. You can see my body. Maybe you can see my boobs, but it's not, it's not, I mean, you're not going to see my face. There's just certain things I look at and I say, yes, I'm comfortable putting this out there or no, I'm not. So everything I put out there has been more of kind of I would say sexy teasing, you know, you can see, you can see certain things, but you can't see others. And, and so it just kind of keeps it, I think, alluring and sexy without being over the top. Now I do, I do stand by, you know, how I feel about myself and how I feel about my physical appearance and how I feel about my self-worth and all that. I don't, I would charge a lot. Someone would have to pay me a fucking shit ton of money to get access to my, to you know, a, a, a sex tape, I guess. <laughs> if you, seriously. I mean, you know, I, we all have our price, right? If somebody said, I'll give you $50 million. Yeah, I would do it. I, I would live with the guilt and shame and I would do it. And I'd spend that money, invest it wisely. <laughs> So you, you get my point here. And the other thing is, as a woman who holds herself in high regard, who has a strong self-image and body image, 
I'm, I'm not ashamed of that at all. I'll never be ashamed of that. I think more, I wish more women felt that way about themselves and feel like I do and feel like when they walk in a room, they light it up, you know, and that they feel sexy and confident. And I think that's a really good thing. And I don't have a, I don't feel that it's, it's from a vanity standpoint and in, in a way that it, it's used to look down on other people. That's what I think. That's what I consider vanity. I think a healthy amount of vanity where you're confident and you feel good about yourself and you take pride in the way you look and you exercise and you eat right. And, you know, you do all these things to take care of yourself as a woman and stay attractive. And, and, and that's, that's not just your physical appearance, by the way obviously. But I just think these things are important. I really do. And, and for, for, for women out there and young women out there, especially a healthy amount of, I think a healthy amount of vanity is, is good. And you should put yourself on a pedestal and you should value yourself. So again, it's not, it's not in competition. I don't say that in competition with other women. Do you see? I'm not saying that. I'm not being like, hey, I'm so much better than. No, no, no. It's a, I know my worth. Here's my, here's, here's my price tag. Here's my value. And, and if, even if I'm the only one that believes it, that's still good. I still, I can walk around in a fool's paradise feeling great. You know, and if I, if, if everyone else could think I'm I, I'm ridiculous, but you know, if I feel good, isn't that kind of all that matters? So, you know, the, I, I understand it's a fine line and I understand sometimes how I come off. I, I know sometimes I'm direct and harsh and all that. That is a side of me for sure. You know, you will hear it. You can tell when I'm, you can tell when somebody sends me something, a direct, you know, and it bothers me. You can tell you guys have been listening to me long enough. You know it, you know, my personality. But I think that, I think, I think more women should, should feel good about themselves. And you know, the thing, the thing too is when you do, I think that also helps to having great sex because the number one problem for women, right? Or one of the biggest problems I know about obviously being a woman and having female friends and just, you know, you hear this all the time is women are lacking confidence. They don't think they're, they don't think their bodies are sexy. They don't, you know, they're worried about a dimple or they're worried about their weight and their size and their shape and all this stuff. And I just, you know, it's like, Hey, fuck it. You know, life's too short for that shit. Really? You're going to waste the pretty on that. Don't waste the pretty. Uh, Don't be your, don't be your number one worst enemy, you know, lift, be your, be your best buddy here, lift yourself up. So anyway, I hope that answers that. I know I kind of, I know I kind of got going on that, but I am, I am a strong proponent of women and feeling good, you know, and taking care of themselves and doing what they need to do to be able to be good partners to their husbands, to their boyfriends, to their friends with benefits, whoever it is in their life, you know, and that they can also experience, have a good sexual experience because I believe wholeheartedly, this is the number one reason women 
aren't enjoying sex as much. It's a body image, self-confidence thing. So, you know, if I've got a little bit of overconfidence, eh, I'd rather have that than, you know, have it go the other way. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was a long answer there. And uh, and I do, hey, Curious Fun Fit Couple, you're great. Thank you so much. You did send some really good, really good thought-provoking uh, questions and things like that. And I always appreciate the feedback. Okay. The most perfect titties. This that's this person's handle. The mo- from, this is from the most perfect titties. Um, they're on uh, Tumblr too. Okay, may I give you as a gift to my hubby, please? I'd get you good and ready, and then step aside while he has his way with you. All I ask is that you let me watch, and when he's done, let me taste his cum off your skin. Well, I gotta say that's kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I found a couple that I was attracted to and there was a connection there and this, this was a scenario that was presented to me, I would totally do it. Absolutely. You kidding me? It's hot. This is, this is a very, very, very hot scenario. But obviously the, the, the only thing limit, the the thing that limits this again is the, you know, I still, I haven't been with a couple, haven't, haven't done, haven't done, you know, any of that haven't, which again, having the wife watch would be so fucking hot, really hot, hot, hot. And then she could clean me up afterwards. Oh, fuck. (laughs) That's, that is, that's super hot. I mean, really just, ugh. I like that idea. (laughs) Oh, you guys give me the best ideas. Thank you so much. So the most perfect titties. Yes, this is, this is a good idea. However, obviously we're all quarantined right now. So the likelihood of this happening is slim, but you know, we can always fantasize. All right. Thanks for the question. Okay. This is an interesting one. This is from one of my Twitter, Twitter friends. I'm new on Twitter, guys. I just finally got on. I had a Twitter account that I just didn't use. I don't know why. Set it up for the curious girl. Never, never did any tweeting. Actually, I had Tumblr sort of, it was feeding over the tweets, feeding tweets from the, from what I was posting on Tumblr, but they don't, it, it doesn't actually send over. It just, is like a link. Like here's the picture I posted. Well, who the fuck wants to look at that? They need to see the picture. It needs to be embedded in the tweet. So Anyhow, that didn't really work out very well, but for, for many years, I just, and so I just never got on Twitter, but now I am, I'm on there tweeting away, having a good time. And this is from one of my Twitter friends here, Mr. Naughty Discreet. So he sent me something and I want to kind of give you the background. He just said, well, you know, you being, you know, me being kind of me having a dom, you know, he thought that I would understand and so he asked me, you know, he had a friend, he's had this friends with benefits and she ended up introducing him to BDSM and she became his sub and they had their ups and downs. I guess this went on for like four years and he's married and she's married. And then last September, I guess she just ghosted him. And then he called her the other day, you know, just to, I guess, update her on some changes and things like that. And probably also, I would assume, check in based on everything going on. And then she texts him back that he was 
she was going through a divorce and she's dating someone that she really likes. And, you know, this hurt his feelings. And so he kind of wanted to know what my thoughts were on that. Well, oh my gosh, I have a lot of thoughts on this. So first of all, I want to say, Mr. Naughty Discreet, this did, this did strike a chord with me. And I do understand because the, the dominant submissive connection is, it's fucking deep. I don't even know how to explain it. It's really, really deep. If you haven't experienced it, it's hard to explain to people that haven't. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's just one of the deepest connections I've ever felt. And your, your desire and your need and your, your love and your respect for that person is it's consuming. It's very consuming. And I don't mean any of this in an unhealthy way. I mean it actually in a really healthy way. It's probably, as I've said before, the dominant submissive connection is just, it's something that you, I think it's what just people in regular good old vanilla relationships that have, that have a great, great, great relationship. It's based on these principles. It's based on those deep connections the trust, the love, the respect, all the things that play into it. And then you have this biological, you know, chemical, physiological connection to them as well. And it's just super intense. And so if, if somebody just you have that and then they just ghost you, that can be extremely hurtful. It would be extremely hurtful. And quite frankly, this is hitting a chord with me because I, I do this sometimes and I do it, I do it to cowboy in sometimes, not the same way this lady did it, but you know, I just might not want to talk for a week and when I'm feeling that way, I just, I just kind of shut down, you know, I, and it's not, see, the thing with me though, is that it never, it's not me shutting down on that person. It's me needing to clear my head, clear my thoughts and hear my own voice. And not that I don't hear my own voice when I'm closely linked to someone. It's just, that's how I problem solve. I go inward and I'm not, I don't go outward and rely on other people's help. That's hard for me as, you know, as just an independent kind of person, it's hard. It's not, and I'm not, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. It's just how I sort of process things from time to time. And I know that it drives cowboy and crazy and I don't mean to do it. And so I'm wondering, Mr. Naughty Discreet, if this is the way 
she processes things, especially when she's, you know, you said she's going through a divorce, you know, I don't know. There's, I mean, this is a complicated situation. You've got the dominant, you've got the subdom dynamic. You've got, you've also got the fact that, you know, you're both going outside of your, you know, what are supposed to be your primary relationships. That adds a massive layer of complication, I would think. And, you know, and, and then she goes to you and, you know, it's because you don't have access to each other, like regular partners would, you can't really deal with it, talk it out, you know, and you're just left kind of wondering what the fuck. And, and then when she pops back on the radar, she tells you that, she's seeing someone that she really likes and you know, that would hurt. That would, that would crush me too. Look, if I was in your shoes and that's what happened to me, you have every right to feel the way you're feeling. And she does owe you an explanation. And so I would say, cause it's so hard, you know, we could just sit here and guess all day long about why? But if I were you, I would address it. You know, you are her dominant or you were at one point. And she's probably going to respond to you the same way, you know, and when your dominant calls you out, and I don't mean that in a bad way. And I don't maybe call out. It's not the right word. When your dominant wants to talk to you about something, you know, he gets your attention and it's okay for you to say to her, Hey, you know, cause regardless, it's just not the right way to handle it. I know she probably didn't, I, I believe she didn't have, wasn't intending on being hurtful. Although I have a feeling she must, she, she's got to know that it, it was hurtful for you, but I would, I would, I would address it. I would bring it up. I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know really how you could just pick things up now after, after not talking since September, just that's like what, six months ago, something like that. Yeah. And then, and her just gloss over it and not even address it and, and, and let her act like it's no big deal. It is a big deal, sweetheart. And you need, you need to know what happened and you need to know why she did it. So I would, you know, I would say I've, you know, I would ask her, I would just say, Hey, you know, I, this was really surprising to me. Can you, can you explain this? You know, it doesn't have to be obviously, you know, you're not going to do it in a way that's, uh, going to, going to cause her to shut down, but she should explain herself. And I, I'll be honest, like, again, it's hard for me to like, when I'm, when I'm reading this and you said, so you, you also included some other information, but I just, you know, it, it struck a chord with me. It's funny that you reached out and said, what do you think of this? And you thought that I would understand it, but you didn't know about, I don't think you, you I don't, I'm pretty sure you don't know about my, my own ghosting, <laughs> my own ghosting ways, but I, but it's not to this, you know, it's not to this extreme, but yeah, you, you know, you deserve an explanation and 
you've definitely got me rethinking. You've got me thinking about why I do what I do and, and, and the effects that that has on the other person. So I want to, so thank you for that. And I hope that, I don't know that I was able to shed much light on this, but, but I, I really, really recommend that you just reach out and, you know, and, and say, Hey, what's the deal? You know, what happened here? Why did, you know, why did you do this? And it's okay. I mean, and you should say that, tell her that was hurtful. She, she has to know it. I'm a little disappointed that she, she isn't addressing it directly. Cause I'll tell you what, that's, she should, it should come from her, but maybe she's just doesn't know how to do it or bring it up. Maybe if you open the door for her, open the, open up the, the dialogue, the, open up the conversation, let her, maybe she'll run with it. Maybe it's just kind of the the end she's looking for. And I hope that she does explain herself and it's probably not going to, it's not going to make you feel any better about what happened, but you know, at least you'll know because not knowing sucks. So anyways, well, please keep me posted. I know we chat and, and I'm looking forward to, to seeing how this works out. And, and if you continue to see her and you know how that goes. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. And guys, I'm sorry I've been so silent. I've just been, I've been busy, but I've also been, I mean, this is kind of a weird time for me too, this whole quarantine thing. It's, it is, it's affecting me just a little bit, you know, like where I don't know quite how to, (laughs) how to, how to deal with it all the time, but we'll get through it. And I thank you all for listening and uh, don't forget if you like what you hear, you can always, you can always donate, leave a donation. If you go to my website and you click on donate, I appreciate any donation for, to help support the podcast, small, big, whatever. It's fabulous. Thank you so much for the donators out there. I really, really appreciate it. It's, it certainly doesn't, it doesn't go towards, it does not, it's not like something I make a living off of. It's just, this is kind of a hobby that I've been funding myself for. This is the fourth year now. So every little bit helps. Thank you guys. And oh, Hey, if you would be so kind guys, if you'd like the podcast, it would be great if you would go to iTunes and leave me a review. I would love a five-star review. If you do send me a direct message and tell me that you did it, maybe send a picture of the review that you left and I'm going to do something special for you. Everybody that leaves a, a review on iTunes, send me a picture, email or direct message me and you're going to get something back. You're going to like it. All right, everyone, stay safe, take care, questions, comments, you know what to do, and we, I'll be back on soon. Thanks. Bye. Thanks so much for listening, and if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend, and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.